Warning for tonight's show, there is some strong language throughout the show. The show deals with some very emotional topics tonight, primarily the raid on Mar-a-Lago and President Trump's residence. So parental warning is put here for some of the language throughout the show. Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Fear No Evil. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is August 9th, Tuesday in the year 2022. And of course, we're sitting here in the aftermath of what was one of the most bold and disturbing moves by a federal agency probably in our country's history. That's with the FBI making a dramatic and decisive attack on a former president to, in, in their terms, to supposedly secure classified documents, which the more we go through the story, the more it falls apart. We're going to get into all of that and much more. Before we begin, Patriots, you need to make sure right now, and of all things, that rest and sleep are on your top priorities. However little you get, make sure it's quality sleep. And to do that, there's two things I want to point to. One, and we talk about every night, which is MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the the location to find your Bards page on the MyPillow site with all sorts of amazing products with the... Uh, from pillows to sheets to many other things out there to ensure that when you do sleep, the products you sleep on will give you a fantastic night's sleep. And you can check all those out at MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards to get fantastic savings. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, 
promo code BARS and get that for fantastic savings. Now, also, there is another product I want to draw your attention to. I haven't talked much about it, but it's an important product to to have. And this is a product that we have now on the Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com site. It's called Shut Eye, some Slumber Complex. And it has natural ingredients that help with you get a perfect restful sleep. Again, slumber. It's a shut eye with what they call the slumber complex with all sorts of natural ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, all those great things. And you can find that at Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com, all the way at the bottom of the page. It's called Shut Eye Slumber Complex. And you can use that to make sure that when you do get sleep, it's a good night's sleep. And really, you're going to need to maximize this as we go forward. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards for all your sleep needs as far as sheets, pillows, comforters, mattresses, all the best things. And for that extra little boost to ensure you get a night's sleep, a good night's sleep, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com for Shut Eye Slumber Complex, which is at the bottom of the page. Patriots, I'm going to begin tonight as we began last night with a replay of Ron Paul's speech from 2009 called What If?, Madam Speaker, I have a few questions for my uh, colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous? What if propping up repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced. What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information, and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position military intervention and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests. What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? 
What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth? That our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war in preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. And I yield back the balance of my time. Ron Paul's dis- concerns were real. They're not a myth. They're not a conspiracy. They're exactly where we are. And we're seeing this unfold in real time. If you have any questions about the overreach of the FBI, if you're one of those that is trying to preach that patriots are in control, let me remind you of what just happened a bit ago today. Congressman Scott Perry, who's the head of the Freedom Caucus, was stopped by the FBI, three FBI agents, and his cell phone was confiscated. This is an acting congressman. This has never happened before. Patriots, what we are witnessing right now is a bold move by the deep state. They have openly taken the war from behind the scenes and they brought it into the public eye and now they are on the march. They feel one of two things, which we can't confirm either way, but whatever it is, you can assume it's basically the same end. This is their last stand. They are going for broke right now. They are either in their mind they are going to win or it's in their mind that they have no other option. Either way, they are going to win in their minds. They are fighting to win. And this you need to get in your head because I've said this all along. If there's one thing about the deep state, they are committed. The one thing about the conservatives, unsadly, is they're not. They talk a lot, but they do little. Let me read you something here today from Pat McMurray from 100%EftUp.com, the diehard supporter and conservative. And he writes this, I agree with everything in this statement except the last line, referring to President Trump's statement. And that statement is, I'm glad he will continue to fight, but I'm afraid I have to disagree with the characterization of the great American people. Nope, he writes, not anymore. The American people are watching and doing nothing as the liberties that brave soldiers fought to win, preserve, and protect are being obliterated in a systematic, calculated communist assault. A great people would lift a finger to stop it, or they would take a break from their precious daily routines to lend a hand to the handful who are trying to stop what's happening. We need to make the American people great again. And that's not something Donald Trump, amazing as he is, can't do, can do alone. It's got to come from within. This is something we talk about here in many forms. The strength of our faith, the strength of our loyalty to God and our fearlessness in front of evil. I don't care your position on Trump. I really don't. I don't care if you love him, hate him. I don't care if you're on the fence. What I care about is what's happening right now in the context of our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution, and most importantly, with God on the throne of this nation. All of that has been cast aside, put into a toilet, and flushed. 
And what you have witnessed in the last 24 hours is an unbelievable overreach by the federal government, which is now going after citizens, and they are just getting warmed up, patriots. Don't think this is going to go away. Their idea now is that they have the upper hand, and they have no intention, none whatsoever, of letting go of power. This is a time now that we have to come to grips with what's really happening. Two things shocked me about the FBI raiding uh, Mar-a-Lago, President Trump's private home in Mar-a-Lago. Number one, that the FBI raided uh, Mar-a-Lago. Number two, the absolute glee that was on the faces of so many on the political left. They're absolutely just, just stoked. We finally got them. Now we're going to get them. You know, this is, this is what happens when Trump derangement syndrome infects a whole country. You got a country that's split. You have people who seriously don't want to see President Trump or the America First agenda or Trump supporters be successful. As a matter of fact, they want to see them put in jail. As a matter of fact, many of them are still in jail from January 6th. We have a a Democrat party. We have a uniparty. We have a deep state that has worked very, very hard to discredit this president from the Russia collusion to the Mueller report to not one, but two impeachments. We got January 6th committee and now we got the FBI raid. And through all of this, President Trump and his uh, policies, his agenda, it's just gotten stronger. So what's next? Assassination? Oh, I'm not kidding. That's how deranged the left is. Pray for this president. Pray for the country. It's going to get crazy before November because the left has no intentions whatsoever of giving up power. This is a spiritual war. And I read this, hear this almost daily now. I'm, all, I'm too old for this stuff. Then get out. Go find another place to live. Go find a haven somewhere where you feel good and safe and you can curl up and pretend it all went away. Good luck finding it. God didn't put you here to be a wimp. God didn't put you here to be spineless and start to complain about your age or what time it is in your life. We're here fighting a spiritual war that's taking the form of politics and legal laws and economics and education. It's waging a war on the very soul of God's children. No one asked your age. God didn't ask. Think back to Moses and his age when he stood on the mountain directing his armies, keeping his arms raised all day long. This is not a time to be pulling back. This is a time to be buckling down and focusing in on what we can do and must do immediately and should be have been doing all along. And as I have said over and over, this is a time for focus, this is a time for centering in your faith, and a time for keeping your eyes clear on what's coming at you. What's coming at you right now is a freight train. If you're walking down the middle of that tunnel and you think that light is the other end of the tunnel, look out because you're going to get run over and crushed. This engine that has been unleashed, they have absolutely no intention of letting go of power. And it is going to take the will of the American people working locally with their sheriffs, with their communities to stand up and say enough is enough. And it is not going to be easy. But if you want to take this in terms of faith, this nation is in the pit of hell because we allowed it over the many years to be here. And this is now our period of repentance 
and suffering that must happen, and we will get through this with our faith and strength in the Lord. And if you think for a second that's going to be an easy walk, I just suggest you start in Genesis and start reading forward. President Trump warned us. He knew this was coming. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. Patriots, it's not like we haven't been talking about this on this channel for two years or more. And right now, if you're going to watch the indications of what's happening, there are a lot of things that are coming together that should tell you that whatever's happening on their side, they're seeing this as their last and final push. They see November as what it is. They just, it was all revealed in these primaries. Every one of, nearly every one of the candidates that won decisively was backed by President Trump. That was the American first agenda. They have gone against the Republican Party, the GOP, which has been deeply funded by deep pockets, including the Koch brothers, and they are being—they are running headlong into the Democratic machine, which is funded by deep pockets of the likes of like George Soros. All of those people sit around at a table, they smoke cigars, they drink whiskey, and they laugh at you because they think up until this point that they've been able to play you both ends to the middle and keep you controlled. If you are going to follow that narrative, you are controlled. We are American patriots. We are standing up. I don't care where you sit on the political spectrum. The only thing that matters is that you've got eyes on God, on the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and all the the candidates can go to hell. This is a real fight, and we're going to get to the victory of a real fight. Sometimes you have to take some bitter steps. Right now, the only option we have in voting in November is voting Republican. Fine, we got that. Check the box. It's going to take you 48 hours to decide on your candidate. Done. Just put it in your mind. You can decide two days before the vote. You don't have to obsess about it. You don't have to worry about it. Don't wring your hands. Don't get upset because the choices are pretty simple. You're going to have to vote on party lines this time because if you continue to support in any way anything on the left, it's kind of like putting your hand in a big pile of wet cow poo and then trying to eat dinner with the same hand. And it's not going to taste good. It's not going to feel good. And it's not going to result good in your diet. This is very real. And right now, It is a point where people have to get focused. What have we been saying all along? Local, local, county by county. Right now, everybody needs to be setting up meetings with their county sheriff, with their county commissions. This is where the authority truly lies. The county commission and the county sheriff can work together to do a couple of very important things. They can tell federal agencies to stay the hell out of their counties. A sheriff has that authority. A sheriff has the authority to tell state agencies to stay the hell out of their counties. And you're going to need courage. And the only way you're going to get that courage is to stay true with your faith and love in God. Now, Patriots, today, and it's going to come up, I haven't decided whether I'm going to play it this week or next week, but I interviewed Ammon Bundy. So when I interview a man like that who spent two years in prison for crimes he did not commit, and then I read people's comments like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't even want to hear it. It's just ridiculous. Americans haven't suffered a damn bit yet. And it's going to get rough. And the problem is we've had a culture that's been 
babied their whole your whole our whole lives. You haven't seen most people haven't seen war. Most people haven't experienced death. Most people haven't experienced starvation, famine, shortages. That generation, the depression generation, is almost gone. And this is why they're striking now because and why they've been going after the elderly. What have I been saying all along with this vax? Destroy the wisdom generation. Because they don't want you to hear the stories of what happened and what it was like during the Depression, of having to deal with shortages and how they got by and had to work together and had to overcome impossible odds. They want you instead to turn to the state and say, okay, please help me, give me what I need. I shall worship you and kiss your royal butt. I don't kiss anybody's butt. And if you're starting to wring your hands and worry about whether the FBI is going to come knocking, then go find another place. Because this fight's real. And it's long past that point. They know exactly who they want to get rid of, who they want to go after. And you're just going to have to hold strong and fight like crazy. And right now, truth is on our side. And the momentum is on our side. They know what they're doing. And they know what they're afraid of. Take a listen to this. This is one of theirs. This is on MSNBC. If you think 850 people um, charged is a lot, understand there are thousands upon thousands more that are out there waiting. And what are they waiting for? They're waiting for the signal from a very desperate former president who says it's time, right? And the more desperate and cornered he gets with all of his various legal challenge, challenges, the more likely it is that he's going to give that call to arms, so to speak, and that we're going to see violence. And You know, November's just around the corner with regard to all of the potential challenges and chaos that could exist around the midterms. You see it right there. This is already, they're they're flagging it as a false flag. They're setting it up. You know the FBI is going to have their hands deep in that pot. You know that the agencies, the intelligence agencies, are going to have their hands deep in that pot. So there's a couple of things. See something, say something. People were on a good edge two years ago, three years ago. Then President Trump lost, and everybody's like, oh, I don't know if we're ever going to get the world back. Had President Trump not lost in November 2020, people would still be going around asking, Mr. President, when are you going to fix it all for us? He was never going to fix it all. This has always been about we the people, understanding our relationship in this country with God and where we stood with God, which is us subordinate to him and government subordinate to us, it's always been that group that will have to stand and fight. There's a reason they called it three percenters. There was 3% of the colonists that actually stood up and fought, and they overcame. This is the second American Revolution. Don't kid yourself. We're in it. And the first shots weren't fired by patriots any more than the first shots were fired by patriots in the first American Revolution. They were fired by the British. The same people that are behind the British are the same people that are running our country today. We are a proxy state. We are a corporate colony run and managed by the banks of London, run and managed by the crown, run and managed by the Vatican. And even if you want to go through the analysis and say, well, all those ties have been severed, it doesn't matter. That group of people still holds lock hold on this nation with their partners in the media, their intelligence agencies, and their infiltration. The FBI has infiltrated most patriot groups, most militia groups, and they're going to try to do whatever they can to stimulate a false flag, 
if you're part of a militia group, if you're part of a patriot group, and you're being compelled to violence, stand the hell down. Who's ever calling for that in your groups, get rid of them. We all have a right to defend our homes. We all have a right to stand together in our communities to tell the federal government to get the hell out. The sheriff has the authority in your county. If there needs to be a warrant done, if there needs to be an arrest done, then that is through the sheriff, not through federal government coming into your county. Same with the IRS. And the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents, that isn't to give you better customer service. Let's be clear about that. Not at all. 65% of the economy of family businesses. You're now empowering the IRS to chase the majority of those families who are the essence and the backbone of our economy. And the assumption that they're all cheating is ridiculous. Most people want to pay their taxes. Look, I'm not against having more efficiency in the IRS, but giving them $80 billion to chase people that are actually a backbone of the economy doesn't sound like good policy to me either. No, no, most people don't want to pay taxes to the IRS. That's a lie. But it's it sells well when you're the shark tank when the shark tank guys. And it keeps the feds off you. Look, here's the bottom line, Patriots. They're not respecting the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, the Tenth Amendment. I could go on the list. I'm still asking why we're respecting the sixteenth. And here's the greatest thing of it all. The sixteenth amendment has legal delays built into it. When it comes to next year, I don't know where we're going to be, but if you're filing your taxes on time and you're feeding this beast, you're an idiot. At the very least, take an extension and take another one. You're given those by grant of law. Do not give these people your money. They're using every bit of it against you. That is their function. And even these words saying it, this should give you an idea. Even saying these words is considered an act of domestic terrorism by them right now. Saying that the FBI needs to be abolished is an act of domestic terrorism right now. Saying that I love the country, I love the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence is an act of domestic terrorism right now. Do you understand where we are? This government has been weaponized with a DOJ that has been weaponized against you. And here's the bottom line. If you're still in the FBI, if you are still in any of these agencies and you're a patriot, we don't see you that way. I'm serious. This, there is critical agencies now that have been so deeply compromised, there's nothing left in them that's any good. Now, with regards to President Trump and the raid yesterday, there's some things to take a look at at how, how big this potentially is. Obviously, they, their mainstream story is that they were going after documents. Documents. They were supposedly classified. And what those documents were apparently is that he had taken some documents out and he had put them on the plane when he left. But then midway in the air, he no longer had the privileges of the president so that those documents were now supposedly classified and he violated the archives law, the presidential archive law, which they're trying to exploit because what they're trying to use is this presidential archive law to say that he can be charged and therefore be forbidden from ever running again. The main thing they're trying to do right now is, in, the, in one level, is they're trying to mar him in the public eye. They're trying to create a divisiveness within the public 
so that there's a viral hatred on one side of him and an intense love for him and defense of him on the other. What does that sound like? Boy, that sure sounds a whole lot like the Civil War. And this is exactly what they're trying to do. You're witnessing the same manipulation that was done. I am betting I wasn't there. That'd make me a little old. I wasn't there in the debates of the Civil War. We don't have all full documentation, but I am willing to bet you that when you dig into that, you are going to discover, and if we were able to go back in time, we would be able to discover that what they're talking about, what they did then is exactly what they did now per playbook of trying to talk about the division and hatred and upcoming Civil War. Oh, wait, here's one for you. Listen to this. This comes from the press conference today about the possibility of violence, uh, people talking about uh, Civil War II, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the president put out a domestic violent extremism strategy uh, last year. Is the White House in contact with the Justice Department, DHS, or uh, other departments about preparing for possible violence as a result of, of this? So we've been very clear, um, and so our message is this, that the president and this White House, uh, there's no place for political uh, violence in this country. Uh, people have the right uh, to raise their voices peacefully, uh, but we would strongly condemn, as we have many times from here, the president has condemned any efforts to plan violent behavior of any kind. And so we would, add, we would ask Americans uh, to, to remain peaceful uh, in this time. Again, this is something that we condemn. Uh, I don't have any anything more to share about the particular policy that you're. you're you condemn it as long as you're not Antifa, BLM, or some black gang member walking down the street kicking the hell out of a 60-year-old lady. It's okay. Otherwise, please don't do violence unless it's violence that we condone. Rules for thee, not for me. So where we are right now is an administration that is shaping a narrative and it's not directed specifically at, uh, we know it's directed for us to like it. It's directed to demonize everybody on the Trump side, everybody. And more than that, everybody that's on a side that does not agree with the progressive left obedience, lockstep fascism that's in place. And their concentration of power is in the cities. Their concentration of powers is in the blue city. So take a look at the maps of the country. Make sure you understand what that means. If you're in a blue city, I'm really telling you, build a good neighborhood or get out. Because this is where this thing is ultimately going to erupt is there. This is what I expect we're going to see in the coming months. Okay? My forecast. If I'm wrong, I'll retract it after we get through it. I expect that what we're going to see is an escalation of overreach of the government. It's going to get acute in the coming weeks. You're going to see crazy things. You're going to truly see the threshing floor. You're going to see who's on the side of the deep state and who's not. The media is going to do what it always does. It's going to highlight small instances to make it, ap- make it appear as though it is the average, the normal, the general point of view. If you've ever done photography, you know the tricks in this of how to take 10 people and make it look like 50. It's all about shooting angles. It's all about lighting. It's all about manipulation. And then you add to it all their other tricks like CGI, photo manipulation, video manipulation, all these things that they're doing. You're going to start seeing a lot of that happen. There's going to be false flags. They're going to target false flags. 
and they're going to try to continue to push forward to isolate those that support President Trump. They can't isolate the full group, so they're going to do it with small instances to try to swing the main body public's view against extremism. Extremism, again, is anything that supports the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, anything that believes in the Gadsden flag, anything that believes in the 13 colonies flag, anything that references a black flag. Huh, that's interesting. We got one of those on the website. Oh, (laughs) Oh, whatever. You see, this is, this is how they work. And as they move forward, they will continue to hammer towards their base. It doesn't matter whether their base is 10%, 20%, 30% of the population. They want that base agitated in fear. That's what these comments are like with Civil War. Remember, you're dealing with an easily triggered lack of logic base that has no sense to them. Most of them are vaxxed, so I don't even know what that means. Not in this context, unless they've got some 5G trick up their sleeve to turn them into walking zombies, which wouldn't be beyond the reason. They're going to threaten more and more in the public eye. They're going to threaten political candidates. They're going to threaten people. They're going to try to do this isolation-wise so that people shut down. It is going to take courage. And they're going to keep coming at people because they don't have the ability to do everybody at once. You're going to start seeing raids on guns, red flag logs is instituted. They're going to do anything they can to intimidate the public because this is what tyranny looks like. Because this is what they know. They know come November in this election, if it was anything near fair, and even if they try to rig it, it's going to be so obviously obvious that they cheated that they're going to lose control. So they're going to have to create the, this psychosis within the public that we are dealing with Nazis and fascists when, in fact, they are the Nazis and fascists. This is the climate that we're now in. This will continue through October, August, and into, no, into September. My bet is that October, we're going to see a boil over. I don't know how bad, but I would say it's going to look pretty ugly. And it's going to be a flashpoint on a lot of levels. They're going to instigate it. They always do. And they're going to try to pin it on everybody else. But you're going to see a repeat of what we've seen every election cycle since President Trump came to power. And that's going to be in every October. It's going to be red October. It's going to be burn October. It's going to be burn the cities. It's going to be riots. It's going to be some garbage. It's going to be go after people that don't have the injection. Go after people that don't have the mask. Every single piece that they can bring to the table, they're going to bring to the table. It is going to take discernment and it's going to take eyes of focus and reason to get through this. They want you provoked and stoked to initiate a random act of violence type civil war. Know who are the problem children. Know where the problems exist. Don't just look at your neighbor because they're liberal that they're, and they're mentally brain damaged at this moment in time and consider that they're bluntly evil. Some of these people just need to be awakened. And this is where our faith comes in unprecedented in this level. You are dealing with people now that, honestly, they need to meet Jesus. And they need a little Jesus in their life. But this is going to be the, the culmination of years. So they are looking now that either they win this or they will lose decisively. There is no middle ground here, patriots. I need to get this clear to people. 
There isn't a win and transfer of power strategy. They have no intention of releasing power. They are not going to give it up. And for the record, I do believe, so I go on record and say it, that there is a good hand behind some of this that is working. But it is not something you have to keep looking behind your back to wonder when the Calvary is coming. You have to work within your communities to build strength and organization and to start organizing together. What does that look like? If you have somebody in your neighborhood that's being served by a federal agency and you do not have presence, a sheriff there, you better get 100 people around that federal agency to tell them to get the hell out of your neighborhood. Call the sheriff. Get the sheriff involved. That's why we need to be meeting with the sheriffs now. You'll know where the sheriffs sit. And more and more of our sheriffs are waking up to the reality of what we're dealing with right now. It is going to take a great deal of effort to get through this. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be like McDonald's drive-thru where you get to call up and 60 seconds later get it in the bag and it's all good except for the lettuce which is wilted and you don't like that but you get home and you replace it with some other lettuce. It's not like that. This is a time right now. And by the way, McDonald's meat had human DNA in it the last time they checked. I'd highly recommend not eating it. But that's up to you. You know, that's your thing. I've got a whole piece from Greg Reese on cannibalism. We'll talk about that in a second. So this is where we are. I want you to hear this piece here. This is from Christina Coromo, who is running for the new uh, AG in Michigan. Listen to her speech, and then I'm going to give you the live commentary by the current AG, and this gives you a framing of how they see their power. So here is Christina Coromo at one of the recent rallies. My name is Christina Caramo, your next Michigan Secretary of State. We love you. And I say your because my responsibility is to serve the people of Michigan, irrespective of political affiliation, irrespective of any other office or any other thing. You know, the current office holder, whose name I won't even say, she's not even a Democrat. She's an authoritarian leftist who treats the people of Michigan like the unwashed masses. This is the good one. Who does this woman think she is that the people of Michigan don't have the right to question her? Who does this woman think she is that the people of Michigan don't have the right to scrutinize the election process? That is what happens when you have people in government who do not know and do not care about the state or the U.S. Constitution. Last time I checked, according to my First Amendment rights, I have the right to redress my grievances to my government without being called an insurrectionist, without being called a big All right, Patriots, real quick, before I go to the next video, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but it's important to get it. Duncan is not having a show tonight for Kilted Christian, and he called me just before the show, and I've been going so hard on my show, I'm forgetting. But um, he is not having his show tonight because they've got Internet issues in their area. Very convenient. But anyway, uh, so no, no Kilted Christian show tonight. All right, so you just heard from the good candidate, Christina Caromo, 
who is fighting for the people in Michigan. Now listen to this hag, Nessel, from Michigan. Starts out with her advising attorney or whatever the hell he is, probably soy boy. And then you listen to her comments. This is how the left sees the execution of their power to maintain power. Listen carefully. And one of the things you're hearing from Karamo here, too, is that, you know, this line that, you know, the media says that we were liars. The media says that we were like, well, there's a reason why so many members of the media agree. There's a reason why people like me are saying that the big lie was a lie. And what these Republicans like Karamo do is they try to pretend that, oh, well, folks are trying to take away our right to free speech, our right to tell these lies. No, you have a right to tell all the lies you want. But if you run for office in Michigan, if you run to be the top election official in the state of Michigan and serious people everywhere are saying that you are pressing lies about the election in 2020, you should expect to be held accountable for that. Well, it's actually more, um, you know, it, there's more to it than that, Jeff. And that's that actually when you disseminate disinformation in a way that would cause a person to be deterred from voting, it's an actual felony in the state of Michigan. And so that's the interesting thing is you have somebody who's running for secretary of state who clearly doesn't understand that some of her own behavior and some of her own conduct, if it thwarts a person's ability to vote or if a person receives that disinformation and as a result, they're denied the ability to vote, they can actually be criminally charged for that. And that is something that happens sometimes in our state and many other states as well. Oh, yeah. It also happens in Venezuela, you twit. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what Venezuela does. That's what other communist countries do. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, but you said something bad. You, you implied something that prevented somebody from being triggered or made somebody get triggered, and therefore you must now go to prison. They are trenching in, patriots, and it's very important to understand that they are digging in. Now, if you didn't know this about the Trump raid yesterday, take a listen to this. The judge who signed off on the Mar-a-Lago raid is Judge Bruce Reinhardt. He's a former Obama donor and defense attorney for Jeffrey Epstein's pilots. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go. Just like that, diddling kids, doing whatever else he, he was doing, and appointed by Obama, which is, by the way, where the hell is Obama these days? He's either bunkered up running or hopefully I'd just like to dream that he's somewhere in Gitmo enjoying his last meal, but that's not there yet, I don't think. Here's the thing, and this is absolutely the, the reality of what we have to look at across our nation. We know when we look at a political map, and it's an important one to see, look at the county by county, you're going to see that the majority of this nation is red, but they control key cities. They control Portland. They control Part, the key parts of Seattle, they control San Francisco, they control Silicon Valley in Los Angeles. They have a high influence, though they don't control it, in Houston. They control Atlanta. They control a lot of the Northeast sector, including New York City. Why is that important? These are port cities. These are areas of commerce. These are areas of connectivity. And they, are, and they control Chicago. They think in their mind that they can run this country from their feudal states that they've created partnered with their CCP buddies and their deep state hags that live over in England. They believe that this country can be divided up and controlled from these epicenters. Now, this goes back to why counties get so important, because if counties are awake and working together with good sheriffs, there's nothing they can do. 
Now, I'm not going to kid you. We have a real problem in our military. So this is why I keep telling you, do not keep looking at the military as a solution. There's many great veterans. There's many great law enforcement. But when you look at institutions, you're not seeing clearly with your eyes. You have to look at the heart of the people. Like I said, you just can't, I've said this before, you just can't give your loyalty just to somebody who's in a uniform. That's how they've gotten so many people messed up here. You're going to have to get to know who that person is, and you have to be a little bit distrusting, and I would hope you are at this point in time. Handing blind trust is not a good thing. I'm going to play this piece here. I don't completely agree with it, but I want you to hear it because I think that you can understand a little bit more about what's actually going on here. The reason that the FBI did this raid is because they are absolutely positive that there will be no return to justice after this. There's no way that they would have dared pull this off if they thought there was even a slight chance that they would have to answer for this one day. They would they would have never pulled such an insane move if they thought even for a little itty bitty second that Trump would ever be president again. They know that the collapse of America, the total collapse of society is right around the corner. They just need to get a few ducks in a row. And one of those is Trump. So where I vary from this is there is absolutely no question that the FBI sees this as their end game. And they're going for broke. This was the launch of the attack followed by the grabbing of a cell phone. And they're going to be doing a heavy push with DOJ coming up. There's no question about that. They are going to try to intimidate the American public. They're going to try to make examples of people. They're going to shut down people's communication. They're going to turn up stories that are pure, absolute crap. And they're going to invent everything they can to disparage people. Patriots, I've been through this once before. And I'm telling you, the greatest disappointment for me was how many people believe the headlines. And even to this day, I've had followers here still write me and going, oh, my goodness, I read a headline about you. Is it true? You have no, <laughs> I, anymore I laugh at it. Because if you're that stupid, get off the fucking channel. Sorry. I have no patience for it. So the deal is this. Start paying attention to what's really going on. There's going to be a lot of a lot of a lot of people that are going to be accused of things. Good people. We stand with them. We've built up a reputation of who these people are. And with that, you're going to have to follow that and use that as your discernment because the media is vicious. I've lived through it. Hammond, Ammon Bundy's lived through it. Many people have lived through this. President Trump lived through it. And we either need to learn to discern through their garbage, but if you're going to fall for their tricks, you're going to be divided. And this is not a time to be divided. When they start taking one out, 10 more better stand up and unite because this is the war they fight and they do a good job at it. So this is a real war. And they're going after people personally. And they're going to disparage people where they can. And the DOJ is on a hunt. So... I don't have patience for when we're going to start breaking ranks with one another because there's some stupid accusations. Know who these people are, get to know them, you trust them. And that's just it. And this is a problem that has happened in the Patriot movement because so many people have these perfect ideals in their head of like, oh my goodness, my goodness, this person 
they, they, they actually pointed the finger at somebody bad. You're evil. I can't trust you now. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you. So it is time for people to get solid with one another. Make the bridge to other tribes. Be solid with how you look at people. Be honest in your heart. This is going to be a stressful period where they're going to do everything they can to separate people. Don't fall for it. It isn't going to happen. The FBI made this launch because the deep state knows it has one shot right now to win, and it is a total win or total loss. That is the only reason the FBI did that. And they know that what's coming is a complete breakdown of the systems that we have known and trusted in. The question is, who is going to step up in the void? If we sit back and let them fill that void and do nothing in our local communities and wring our hands and get turned away because sometimes somebody, oh, he said a bad word. I can't trust him anymore. Oh, they said something bad about him in the headlines. I can't trust him anymore. Then just stay home. Seriously, stay home. And just let it all blow over. I'll let you, you can be judged by God in the end because I'll tell you what, I have no problem standing before God in anything I've done. And I will stand there on the front lines no matter what happens. And I will stand to God and I will tell him I've done everything I can. And I know in my heart I have. You need to be like that. Leave nothing on the field or on the table. Leave everything on the field. Don't leave anything on the table. This is a real fight. And it is one. And now it's time. And remember, you know, because this is another thing they love to do. They love to go, oh, you know, and I've heard this already. You use these terms of war. What is with it? Because we're in a war, but we're in an information war. That means be smart. Use your information and truth. Engage people. Talk to people. Lay out expectations. Organize. Study Gandhi. Understand the power of aggressive, passive resistance. Understand the power of, of groups coming together. When you hear the story of Ammon Bundy, there's good logic in that and good lessons in that. I'm anxious to bring it to you because it's a great story about the power of people standing up to the government. This is what has to happen. And you've got to have some spine. And you've got to embrace the suck because it's going to be both. Their end game is in play now. And whether it's, I don't know whether the, Patriot side is in the best place or not, I really don't care. Because when the time comes, no one cares whether you're fit or not fit, whether you've prepped or not prepped, prepped. It's time. Game on. Ball's in play, and we're starting to move it down the field. And it is a question of whether we are going to win or whether we're going to have to pull a Statute of Liberty play. They just pulled a Statute of Liberty play. And it isn't going to work in their favor. But it's a bold move, and it's a move because in, in the end, that is the only move they have right now to take a run at this and take a sprint for the final finish to try to grab the whole thing for their prize. Don't be intimidated. Do not be intimidated. These people are weak in the end. They have weak hearts. They may be vicious in their soul, but they have weak hearts. And Christ does not give us weak hearts. He gives us strong, bold hearts. And with that, let's pray. 
Father, we come to you this tonight very humbled, very focused, and we ask for the continued strength of warriors as we pray tonight, knowing very well that what we're facing here is the end game for this ruling elite. They have thrown it all on the table. They are going for the run for the finish. And we know with you, Father, we can stop it. There's no question about it. We know that we can put our foot down. We know that we can stop this push. And we know that not only can we stop it, we can crush this evil. What we pray right now, Father, is for the strength of hearts, of resolve to stand up to this evil, to not quake in their boots, to do the things that we do so well, to build bridges, to wield that sword of the spirit decisively, to never forget the power of sword of steel that never leaves our hip, to walk boldly in the face of evil, to remember the stories of David, to remember the stories of Jericho and Joshua, to remember the stories of Gideon, to be empowered by these stories of old to give us the strength today and to never quake in the face of evil. We know that we have committed to you in a way for our life to walk this path no matter what befalls us, that there is no fear. We take that into our heart. We step away from the worship of material things, the obsession of money, simply down because we know that what's on the line is real. This is all. This is where we are. So guide us, Father, in this time. Give us the strength. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll touch and empower people to remind them of all that you went through to sacrifice, to give us freedom and preservations of our soul. We need to awaken now to our true inheritance. And so it begins. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So we are here. A time that's been ticked about, talked about, the clock that's been ticking for a long time. The FBI exposed their hand. We know where they're going. Nothing to fear now. It's all in. So keep your head up. Keep your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Keep your prayers up. Keep focused on what's right. Keep your eyes on Christ. In the end, God will always win, but he has us here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. Own it. Embrace the suck. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. And in the end, we will always win. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. 
Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 